Good evening, and welcome to the Is It Just Me podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Angie Inge. Tonight's topic we're going to discuss is honesty and transparency. What does honesty and transparency look like, and why are so many people hesitant with being transparent? But before I begin, I would like to state this disclaimer. I am not an expert, and everything that is being discussed is the independent opinion and reality of myself. The topic of honesty and transparency tends to be a touchy subject for some because most people do not like to be transparent. What I mean by that is we're in this era of social media. So it's a lot of things that used to be kept private that are now openly displayed and put out there for public scrutiny. Some things our parents and grandparents taught us, you know, back in the 80s because I'm an 80s baby, was what goes on in this house stays in this house. And growing up with that kind of lesson, it tends to determine the type of individual you grow up to be. It can either help you or hurt you, depending on your upbringing and consequences you face if you let people know family business. As I've stated before in the the prior episode, I grew up in foster care and with different family members. So I didn't really have the what goes on in here stays in here family mantra because most of the families I live with didn't consider me family even the relative that I lived with. And they made sure to let me know every damn time (laughs) that I was a foster kid or I didn't have to be there or all this other foolishness. But that's another story for another day. Basically, there was no need for me to keep any family secrets because I wasn't considered family. With that being said, my childhood provided me with the ability to be transparent about what was going on in my life and not give two fucks about who knew. And I learned this lesson when I was in the third grade. Uh, Another story for you guys. When I was in the third grade, I was ashamed to be a foster kid. And I didn't want people to know that I didn't live with my biological mother because to me at that time, that wasn't normal. And it's like, why am I living with strangers where everyone live with their mother and their father or their grandmother or their grandfather or, you know, someone like that? It was when I was that young that I learned the lesson to not allow people to dictate what they knew about me. I had a fight. I was living in Brooklyn, Flatbush, Brooklyn. And for those of you that are familiar with Brooklyn, Flatbush is a predominantly African-American neighborhood with families from Haitian and Caribbean descent. I had gotten into a fight with this girl, and I ended up beating her up. Now, I know this is the second story that I told you about me having a fight and me winning. For the most part, I fought a lot when I was a child, a lot, up until probably young adulthood. And out of all the fights that I've had, I lost one fight. And this can be proven by anybody you speak to that knew me growing up. And no, I'm not sitting here trying to toot my own horn like I'm the best fighter in the world, but this is my reality. This is what happened, and this is how it was with me growing up. I ended up beating the girl up. She went home and told her mother that I beat her up. So the next day, her mother came up to the school trying to approach me. And I'll never forget my third grade teacher, Miss Dennis. Miss Dennis, if you're out there and you worked at PS81, shout out to you. You were one of the best teachers that I had growing up. She wouldn't let her approach me, and she wouldn't let her talk to me or anything. The day is over now. We get out of school. Her daughter points me out to her mother. I said I grew up in foster care, so I was this fearless person. I wasn't scared that her mother was there. Most kids would have been like, oh, my God, her mother, I'm scared. I wasn't scared. It's like, okay, you're just another human being. You're just big. When her mother approached me, she asked why did I fight her daughter, 
And I told her. I fought her because she was making fun of me for being in foster care. She had a very thick Caribbean accent. She turned around and started flipping on the door. Excuse my my interpretation of Caribbean talk. How you making fun of her and you're in the same situation? I was looking with a look on my face like, huh? So I was surprised saying, so how's she in the same situation and you her mother? She said, how would you like it if I told she and everyone here that you was a foster kid and I adopted you? How would you like that? You wouldn't like that now, huh? So that's what she said to the daughter. So I was surprised, like, wow. So I'm saying to myself, like, the nerve of her, like, she's making fun of me. And she was a foster kid, so she knows how it feels to be a foster kid. Why would you make fun of me? So the mother continued to yell at her, and she made her apologize for making fun of me. I will never forget what she told me. Again, excuse my making fun of Caribbean accent, but this is my best interpretation. She said, let me tell you something, gal. Don't ever let anyone make you feel bad over something you have no control over. You never give anyone that much power to use your truth against you. You live in your truth. You hear me? So now here I am in the third grade. This lady, I don't know, from a can of paint, and she's saying this to me. But I don't understand the the definition or basically I don't get the true meaning behind what she's trying to teach me. But I, I hear her and I understand what she's saying. So I said, okay. And she told me that I didn't have to worry about her daughter making fun of me again, you know, which I appreciated. So when I get home, I tell my foster mother what happened. And this is one of the best foster homes that I lived in. This is one of the foster homes where I was actually treated like I was family. So I loved it there. Her name was Miss Oldham. If you out there, you still alive. This is Angela. I, I like, I really appreciate you as my foster mother. She had a daughter named Jamila. And again, best foster home that I've ever stayed in. Top, top top foster home so when I told my foster mother she was like you know that's true you don't ever you know allow anyone to have that much control over you my mother was incarcerated at this time at Bayview Correctional Facility I would go visit her on the weekends and I told her about this incident when I told her about the incident she broke it down for me a little bit more about what the lady meant like I said, I was in the third grade. And she said, never allow anyone to use something I did not like about myself or my life against me. So it's like, okay, I kind of get it. So anything that I don't like about myself, I don't let nobody use that against me. Okay, cool. From that day on, and I maneuvered through life alone with the guidance from my mother, of course, from behind bars, I developed this, some would call it thick skin, shoulder shrug mentality. I felt like if I showed people the truth, didn't bother me, there wasn't too many things that would get me upset. And that is when me being honest and transparent with myself as well as others developed. I would let my truth out there before they got a chance to, quote unquote, tell people or say something about me or anything. I know my story may not be relatable to most, but the point that I'm trying to make is that when you're able to live in your truth and accept things about yourself that you may not even like, it makes it easier to be honest and transparent with other people. I feel like that's my story and that's how I am. I'm honest and I'm transparent because I feel like it's nothing that nobody can use against me because I really don't give a fuck. And I already put it out there. I'm not being ashamed. I don't have that shame factor. For some reason, I just don't have it. In my head, I have like this little 
you know how people have like the, the devil and the angel on their shoulder? I don't have the angel. I always have this little devil. And it be saying, don't say nothing, Inge. Don't say nothing, Inge. Don't say nothing, Inge. But then I say it. Just because I always feel like in the back of my mind from that incident, I feel like somebody's always looking for something to try to make me feel bad about something. So I'll put it out there and I'll say it first before anybody can try to make me feel bad about it. That's just me. Now, when we discuss honesty and transparency, we also have to take into account that some people are just fucking liars. When I say liars, there's different levels to being a liar. I will tell everyone walking the face of this earth. It's a lot of things that people can say about me, but they won't be able to tell you that I'm a liar. And that's something that I live by. When I'm saying I'm not a liar, that means I don't go around lying, making up stories, telling half truths and all of that. That does not mean that I'm saying that I never lied before because we've all lied before. Being a liar is someone that is known for telling half-truths, and I will never be known for that at all. I don't have to lie about nothing for the simple fact that nobody takes care of me. Nobody determines my situation in life. Those are my choices. So what the fuck I got to lie to? I'm not scared of anyone. So what am I lying for? And I do understand some people lie for, like I said, different reasons. And no, I'm not saying that I haven't lied before, but I've, I've lied. I've lied to spare someone's feelings before. I probably lied to get out of trouble when I was young, but as an adult, I'm not lying about shit because I just feel like, what am I lying for? There's no need for me to lie about that situation. Have I lied? Yes. Am I a liar? No, there's a difference. Please understand that there's definitely a difference. When I say I'm not a liar, I mean, you, nothing that you can say to me or, or, or no story that you're going to put out there that I can't prove to you that my version is what happened. So that's all I'm saying. When I say a liar, I mean, you are known for telling half truths and most of the things you say can be questioned or proven to be false. And like I said, I know as a child, I lied to get out of trouble. But as I started getting older, I didn't care about being in trouble because the people I was living with didn't care about me. So why should I care about them? Now, again, I have to keep reiterating that my childhood was different than most. And although there may be some that can relate, I pretty much did what I wanted to do and didn't care about consequences. Because when you live in for yourself, it's like you really don't have anyone in your immediate family that's around you that cares about you, you tend to have this you don't give a fuck attitude and you do what you want and it is going to be what it's going to be. That's just me. Once I came to that realization that I was just a check to people that I was living with, there wasn't much that got under my skin and I guess that's why I'm the way I am as an adult. But again, as kids, you lie for fear of getting in trouble or something. Why do adults lie? Who are you scared of? What are you lying for? But I honestly think adults lie because they are not happy with the individual that they are or they're not happy with the lifestyle that they're living or they're not happy about something in their life. So they lie about it. They don't like the reflection that is staring back at them in the mirror. So they lie and build up these walls to hide who they really are. How can you be honest and transparent if you can't be real with yourself? I think one of the keys to being transparent is you have to fully accept who you are as a person and believe it. You have to fully accept who you are as a person and believe it or not. There are quite a few people who are not happy with the person that they are. So they, so they pretend 
or they lie and make up things that make them appear to be the person that they would like to be. If that, if that makes sense. And I know that this may sound crazy, but I honestly believe there are a lot of people who are not genuinely happy with themselves. And because they're not happy with themselves, they create this facade of a person that they want to be. You know how you and your friends get together and have girls night or the guys go hang out and have guys night. And while you hanging out, you have conversation and different topics come up. And it's always that one friend who claims that they can't relate to the topic that's being discussed. I call it the round table, the round table discussion. But nine times out of 10, we know we all can relate to some shit. Now, not some of the stories that I say, because I tend to take things to the extreme. I want people to know I don't get mad because you can't relate to something that I did. Because again, I take shit to the extreme. Well, not the new inch we're talking about the old inch. The old inch took shit to the extreme. I'm not going to expect you to be able to relate to pulling up to a bitch block by yourself with her and her five friends outside and you ready to fight. I'm not ex expecting you to relate to that because again, the old inch took shit to the extreme because I really didn't care and I was an angry individual. So I'm not expecting you to relate to that. But I mean, general shit that we sitting at the round table having a discussion about, you mean to tell me you can't relate for the most part. We, you know, girls and guys talk about shit. You might talk about your nigga, you might talk about old stuff. You might talk about your body, different things. You mean to tell me all of these different topics that we're discussing, you can't relate to none of them? I don't buy that. One, you either don't want to be honest and transparent in a group setting, and you have people who don't like to discuss things in the group setting, and that's cool. Or two, they're embarrassed and ashamed that they experienced it, and they don't want everyone to know that they experienced that also. Or three, they don't want to expose their vulnerableness to their friends. Now, one of those three is the reason why people don't want to be honest and transparent. But I feel like, why do some people find it hard being honest and transparent? If we're all friends and we're cool and we share just about everything, these are my friends that you talk to about everything. Like your nigga cheated, you told your friends. Your cooties stink, you told your friends. You got an STD, you told your friends. Why is it so hard for you to be honest and transparent about other stuff? Because I would think your cootie cat stinking, you should be embarrassed about that, but you embarrassed about stating and participating in a roundtable discussion. I'm just saying. Like these are just some of the topics that come up. And... For the record, just because your cootie cat stink doesn't mean you have an STD. I just said those two back to back because I know some people that just has bad body odor. And it's just like once they took care of that issue, they cootie cat didn't stink no more. So it's like, okay, it happened. Shit. It has been times that I thought sometimes I'm smelling my motherfucking self. And probably I sat home a couple of days and wash up like, bitch, go wash your ass type of shit. I don't care about stuff like that, though. So it's like it happens. Does it happen to everybody? Probably not. Does it happen to most people? I'm sure. But of course, we're going to get those people that be like, oh, I wash up every day. I've never smelled myself. If that's you, then okay, you're one in a trillion that never smelled yourself. Kudos to you. All I'm saying is, why is it so hard for you to be honest and transparent at the roundtable discussion, but you could tell your friends all those other things? I think some people don't want to be transparent because they don't want their family and their friends to judge them. But... Aren't we all being judged anyway? So if you don't participate in a roundtable discussion, 
you're being judged. If you participate and you say whatever you say, you're being judged. So why not be honest and transparent anyway and be like, who the fuck cares? Like, who cares? There's always going to be someone who doesn't agree with something you did or do. There's always going to be someone who doesn't like you. I don't know a single person, personally, that everyone likes. So why not live in your truth and be transparent about things? Now, I'm not saying that you have to sit here and put your business out there. I'm just saying, when it's time to be honest and transparent, what are you lying for? Please help me understand because I don't understand. And I know we're living in an era where mostly everything is done with an ulterior motive. But what about just living in your truth? Because it's your truth. And, you know, I know I'm not the only one who have things about myself that I dislike. But some of those things I have no control over. Like I say all the time, my nose is big. My nose been big since I was a little kid. And I don't like it. But it's like. I'm not going to get a nose job so then I could be somewhere looking fucking like Michael Jackson or something. No shade to Michael Jackson and how he had his nose done. I'm just saying. You can't control that. Who's to say, like, I have a big head? So maybe because I have a big head, the reason why I have a big nose so it could fill my face out. Like, I don't know. It's just different reasons and different shit. I have no control over that. My mother helped me love my nose, by the way. And she always told me... <laughs> To embrace, not love, to embrace everything about yourself, even your flaws. So it's like, as I got older, it's like, fuck it. My nose go on my face now. Because now I look at myself and I'm like, I do have a big head and a big face. If I did have a smaller nose, I might look weird. And to some people, I might look weird with a big nose. But it's just like, who the fuck cares? Like, I like me. I love me. Who cares? But having a mother who constantly taught me to embrace the bad and good about myself, my views on things come from my learning stuff early about self-esteem and loving everything about me. So I think this is why I feel I can be transparent about anything. I'm not the type of person who gets defensive when a person says something that is truthful about me because the truth doesn't hurt me. But I do know a lot of people cannot handle the truth. Some people not being able to wholeheartedly accept the truth would be one explanation of why some people are not honest and transparent. The thing about truth and honesty is that it makes you confront something that you have been in denial about. And the truth can hurt some people because when it's stated, a person may feel exposed and they may not be ready to deal with that particular truth in that moment. The only way to really be honest and transparent is to deal with the tough, not so nice things about yourself. And I can honestly say I have done a lot of self-reflecting. And at one time, again, I was a very angry person. I definitely was. I can honestly admit that. And I know I was angry for I was angry for several reasons. And one of those reasons is because I didn't grow up with my blood family. I basically raised myself so I always felt alone. And I felt like there wasn't anyone who understood me but my mother. And she was in jail. But when I found somebody who I thought understood me, they turned out to be a user or immature person who wanted to use me because I was a nice person and they wanted to use the things in my past against me. And when I was that angry person, I was angry at things I had no control over. Once I faced that reality and got to the root of why I was so angry, a new me emerged. And for those of you that personally know me, y'all can honestly see the transformation from old Ange to new Ange. Now, old Ange was dope. Let's not get it twisted. However, she did have like a bit of an anger hand problem. New Ange is just on some truck shoulder. Like it is what it is. Like, fuck it. I'm all about 
positivity, trying to, you know what I mean, be in a safe space, being worrying about my kids, providing my kids with a, a good living, a good upbringing, things like that. But, uh, but again, I dealt with the things that caused me to be angry. And, and with doing that, I had to forgive people who never apologized for mistreating me. But guess what? I accepted the role I played and some of the hurtful things I did to people. And that helped me realize accepting the hurt. Help me face my truth, if that makes sense. I feel like with me doing that and accepting it and understanding what, what it came from and knowing that for the most part, I had no control over my upbringing. You know, I was a kid that helped me move on to be a better person because I couldn't change the things in my past, but I can learn from them and do better moving forward. So again, like I said, I was very angry. I was always fighting. I was always putting my hands on somebody. It's like you said something I didn't like. I didn't even give you a chance to say something the second time. I'm swinging. No, that's not a good place to be. And again, I've addressed that because I realized why I was such an angry person. Now, you might run into some people who say, oh, she don't like me for no reason. That is a bald-faced lie because anyone that I dislike, I can tell you why I dislike them. So please don't go lying saying I dislike you for no reason. And with me being such an angry person, I never was a bully. So that kind of makes me feel kind of good that, okay, I was an angry person, but I didn't go around like just unleashing anger on people like if, or, or just picking on people. If anything happened and I got into any negative altercation, I did not initiate it. Now, did I end it? Definitely, but I did not initiate it. This is 2023. For the past few years, I've been working on becoming a better, calmer, nicer person. It's still some people that can't say shit to me. It's like, yeah, bitch, fuck you. However, that doesn't change that I'm still working on being a better me. The thing with transparency and honesty, though, is that people have to learn that the truth may hurt because it can feel like the unknown. But accepting and acknowledging the unknown is not always a bad thing. The more you face the truth and live in it, the less it will hurt and it will make it easier to be honest and transparent. Now, When I say accept and acknowledge the truth, that means different things for different people. Depending on the scope of the truth, you may want to seek therapy and get assistance with certain truths. Healing from emotional pain can take time, but when working on yourself to be the best you, take all the time you need, but be honest and transparent with yourself throughout the journey in your healing. Because how can you heal if you're not really facing the things that you need to be healing from? So you can't be lying, going to therapy, thinking that you're healing because that's not working. That's basically like just putting a Band-Aid over the shit and saying like, oh, yeah, I went to therapy. I handled that. I know somebody who actually went to therapy and lied. Childs, bless his soul. Anyhow, he's just a pathological liar, but we ain't even going to discuss him because, like I said, Lord, bless his soul. Again, I am not here to tell anyone when they should face their truth and how long it should take for someone to accept the truth. I just wanted to put it out there that people need to start being honest and more transparent with themselves and their loved ones. I'm sure there are plenty of people who don't want to admit to certain things that they may be embarrassed or ashamed about. And again, I don't have that embarrassed, ashamed factor because I learned early on not to let people use anything against me so I think that's why it's easy for me to be transparent but that's not the case for everyone I think if everyone can can get to a place where being honest and transparent is the norm a lot of things will go smoother I know some people claim they're not honest or transparent because everything is not for everyone and I agree with that to a certain extent 
But if you put something out there, why not put the truth out? Voila. For example, I'm going to use the Megan Thee Stallion, Tory Lanez shooting incident as an example. So no, none of us was there. But for the most part, everybody watched the whole ordeal play out online and in the news or whatever. And when Megan Thee Stallion did the interview with Gail King, she was asked if she had an intimate relationship with Tory Lanez, and she said no. Fast forward to the trial, it comes out that she was intimate with him. So now, the question becomes, why not be honest and transparent about it from the beginning? I mean, she's a grown woman. She could do what she pleases with her body. You made the choice to be intimate with him, so why not be honest when asked about it? No, it's not anyone's business. And no, that does not justify him shooting her. But lying didn't make people believe her anymore, so voila. Like, it just doesn't make no sense. Now, I'm not going to sit here and make some assumptions on why she chose to lie because only she knows why she chose to lie about what she lied about. The point I'm trying to make is that when you're honest with yourself about the decisions you make in life, it's easier to be transparent with those around you, and it actually makes life much more easier. It's a quite a few scenarios where it's like people lied, but if you would have just told the truth from the beginning, like, it's going to be what it's going to be because why even tell the truth when a lie is more entertaining? So I get that. And I get that to the point to where as if somebody's lying about something and you just not saying nothing and you just, you know, cause you know the truth, I get not addressing it because it's like, why address it when y'all feel like the lie is more entertaining? Y'all not gonna believe my truth anyway. So that's different, but it's just certain things that people just be lying about. And it's just like, what the fuck are you lying for? Another example, everybody like, over the last 10, 15 years, plastic surgery has been a big thing in the African-American community. A lot of people have been getting their butts done, their stomach done, arms cut, everything. Like, just nose done, titties done. Like, y'all bitches, is, some of y'all bitches is snatched. Some of y'all bitches need to go back to get snatched. Some of y'all bitches just need a refund. However, I use this as an example because then you'll see them posting on social media this exercise routine and telling you to fast and take these shakes and all of that but y'all went and got on the table so it's like what are you lying for if this is something that you wanted to do because you felt like you didn't like something about your body what are you lying about how you got the results that you got I don't understand that I just don't understand why lie when you accept everything about yourself in your life you don't have to worry about someone finding out the truth and you don't have to remember what you said because when you tell the truth or not transparent, the truth is always going to be the truth. You don't have to remember a story or remember what you told Lisa or remember what you told Joe or remember what you told Anita. The truth is always going to be the truth. And I know for some, telling the truth may mean taking accountability. And we already know most people do not like to take accountability. That's another topic for another day. However, being honest and transparent will make you a better person in the long run. Now, I'm not sitting here saying you need to overshare your most inner, deep, deep, dark, intimate secrets. I'm just saying being honest and transparent is a good way to help yourself heal and work on being the better you. There's no need for you to lie. What are you lying for? Who are you trying to impress with these lies? And by you lying, did you make the situation better or did you make it worse? Hmm. That's the question. Why lie? Thanks for listening. I hope you join me next week where we will discuss. I had a topic, but I'm going to do an open discussion where I basically just touch on a bunch of different things. 
I don't want to dive into too many serious topics back to back. So next week is going to be an open discussion. If you feel you have a topic that you want discussed, you can email me. Is it just me Ange at gmail.com and we will discuss all open topics next week. Thank you for joining and see you next week on Is It Just Me.